You know the other night, Vlad? I was playing music at Duffy's Implantation. I basically live there now. I mean, seriously, Vlad. <laughs> I basically live there now. Um, on Friday night, and I was playing Juicy by Biggie. And for some reason, I stopped the music to make an announcement or something. And man, people are like, you don't stop a song like that. Like, real serious, man. Like, is there a rule that you never stop a Biggie song? There's certain songs you don't stop. And there's certain parts to the song you don't stop. Like, you might have to let the song just continue. You know? that For example, um, during Usher's performance, right? Of the Super Bowl. Yeah. When he did... Um, Seven o'clock on the dot, right? Drop top. He was in the, right? So many bands. He just did that one line and everybody, ah. and that was it. He went to another song. I people, want more. That's why people were upset with some of the performance because they rather him that had done the whole like seven o'clock on the dot. I'm going to drop top. He was in the streets. And then you finish really saying, I got, right. Like you finish saying that, have the crowd sing singing along, it. Man. Sing along, sing along time with the rock. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Right, right. And then you cut it off. Well, yeah, That's I, it. People gonna be upset. Sometimes I have to cut songs off because there's children in the you room. You can't. I, it doesn't matter. Then don't it's play not it. Me. Then don't play it. It's that dude that wrote a review online. He put it to pink. He put pin to pad. If there wasn't that record, whatever. I used to play all the unedited music I wanted, and everybody loved me for it. Now, mm, but yeah, there are certain songs and certain points you don't want to stop. But then there's something like playing City Girls. I, I, I just you just can't do it all the time. Especially when there's kids. Oh, wait, this President Cup's afternoon hockey? They got some hockey coming up right now. Like, there is a hockey game going on in about two minutes. Maple Leafs and I can't remember the other team. I did want to, I'm going to talk, we're going to talk about this in the next segment. They got the whole, for some reason, I'm calling it the Green Stadium Series. It has nothing to do with green. Just say, can't you just call it a stadium series? I think you know what it is. It is a stadium series. I don't know where I got green from. Because here's the thing. There's you're thinking green. hockey. You're thinking in a rink. So the fact that you see a field, yeah, it's the green. I got you. Okay, I got you back, Kuzin. Even I though it's goofy, it. that's a goofy <laughs> comment to make. I got you. Though. When you remember things incorrectly, it's hard to wash from your memory. So it's it's weird, man. So yeah, they got some hockey action going on, man. Thank goodness, because it has been a slow time for sports. But we're about to start picking it up, man. Get the NBA back on Thursday. Of course, the Heat are back in action on Friday. You got college basketball and Rick Pitino. <laughs> Calling out his guys. You got hockey action, of course, in full swing. MLS starts on Wednesday. Inter-Miami going to be hosting Real Salt Lake. Lionel Messi supposed to be 100% healthy. Things are picking up, man. Baseball, spring training has started. I know you're not a huge spring training fan, but March 28th, home opener for our Florida Marlins. No, I want the, I, I want the real thing. I don't care about <laughs> Maybe our Miami Marlins, too, but Florida Marlins, either way. They're the Miami Marlins, but Miami go ahead. Marlins, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now all of a sudden I've reverted back to the 90s. Jeez. Uh, you know? Oh, um, goodness. I was thinking about the Florida Panthers, I think, a little bit. <laughs> no, I don't care about uh, spring training, bro. I want to see the real thing. Yeah, I like, you know what I love? I don't I love much. Thursday afternoon, 4 p.m., going to Lone Depot Park. I want to do earlier, man. I want like a noon or a one o'clock. Well, no, the pitch. first game of the season, if it's against oh, the Pirates, yeah, it's yeah. probably going to be a four or five yeah. pitch. And um, now, and guys, remember now. You've had one year already. You should be smart. You should be experienced now going to a major league baseball game now. These games are two hours and 30 minutes. I love it. They got that pitch clock going. Batters batters have a, a, a clock. Don't think 
You could just be chilling, tailgating, or taking your time. No. You get there at 4.30, it might be the third inning already. Yeah, they streamline these things. They start on time, they end as soon as they possibly can. So That's not this like, oh, we'll show up when we show up. We'll catch some of the game. We'll go to the bathroom. Don't we'll BS around. Beers. No, you've we'll had one year. We'll other seats. We'll walk around. Yeah, no. You've had one year already. You have one year experience. You should be a vet. Go to the game, get there on time, and enjoy. Don't don't take don't lollygag because you do you you, you got, miss an hour of a game. It woo, might be in the you might be in the sixth inning. inning. Yeah, games are between two and two and a half hours max. It's a beautiful thing. I know it's great. It's great, and the action is pretty steady. And I was a hater of it too. Oh, I was I a was, hater of it. It's all about the, the evolution of the game. Nah, I was at you know I'm old school, bro. You know the old. We don't like to we don't like <laughs> to budge. Change. We don't like to budge from our <laughs> from what we know. We're not nudging. It took forever. Like every other sport evolves with the times. Baseball just nope, nope, nope. Nah, they old school because old old school rules mean something in now, baseball. Finally, they did it, and everybody loves it. And I think even baseball is like, all right, glad we did that. It hurt, but it's over now. It's like having surgery. They do it so good, man. Fred's like, I'm out in 29. You get five <laughs> years. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I've done. I've done good. I'm out. You're not gonna take this uh, this this uh, this shine away from me, man. Let me get out of here on top. I do like that. I'm out. I'm out in five years. <laughs> Isn't that great what he tells about that? I'm out. And everybody gets all excited oh. in five years. Oh. Yeah. Jimmy Menthol's text me, Manfred uh, set to retire. I'm like, oh, man, that's crazy. And then I read the rest of the headline five years from now. I'm like, okay. Like, I plan on retiring when I'm 75. Like, I don't announce my retirement. <laughs> so I don't know. These headlines are brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. They know trucks. Damian Lillard. Three-point champion again this year. Dame Dalla. Then he shot a bunch of half-court threes last night, nothing but net. <laughs> en route to the MVP of the All-Star game as the East defeated the West 211-186. He scored 39 points. He's really, man, the He's highlight really of a season has been this All-Star weekend. Because the Bucks have, have underperformed to expectations. It has not been a good 2023-24 season so far for Dame Lillard. I want to ask, is the Bucks going to end up being one of these teams that never really lives up to the expectations, or are they going to figure things well, I, out? Well, I mean, Giannis right. got one tied already, so he's good. Damon's got nothing. Dame has nothing. This, did you know last night was Damian Lillard's first time starting in an All-Star game? Yes, come on. He was always playing with stuff. That's crazy. But then Shea Gilgis Alexander started over Steph. <laughs> Canadian, Lillard, you Canadians. Gotta be, like, gotta be like, what? The Canadians wanted to make sure that their guy was there. And Shea Gilgis was pretty good last night. He scored 31. It was yeah. the quietest 31 you've ever seen in I your mean, life. Carl Anthony Towns had the quietest 50. That is the, yo, fam, when you said he scored 50, I was like, wait, what? I knew he scored a lot. I know he was ball hogging a lot. But I Oh, no, he was cherry picking. He was ball. They all were ball hogging. Right. That's, why, that's why I give Bam credit. You got to give Bam credit. And for all of you fools who did not listen to Dan and, and I and myself who said that Bam is not winning All-Star MVP, I, you got to get that. Guys, I know you love your heat. I love my Knicks. But sometimes you got to realize situations. It's not his game. Not only is his game, I don't even think Bam wanted to be there. He did not look like he really wanted to I be there. I think he was just happy that he could talk to Giannis and Jason Tatum. That was it. But he really didn't want to be there. I'm most of the t- most of the players didn't want to be there. I think he guaranteed out of Indiana, there's a lot of flights into tropical islands. Yes, of course. 
Those guys, though, I, you know, like I said, I thought it was a lot more competitive and a lot more fun than a lot of other people might have thought it I was. I was entertained for some while, but it, the game was mid. The game was mid because it wasn't competitive. But, dude, if somebody's hitting it from 50 feet. <laughs> 41, 50 feet. <laughs> that you know? and Lillard, man, that was something. Man, he was shooting. He was shooting. And then, like I said, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to say that was fun. Halliburton scored 15 points in a minute and a half. All right, so that, that was exciting and you because he was in his home court. It was early in against, the game. Early in the game, and you could tell that, he might oh, they're trying to get him the MVP because that's what they were doing. Then Dame started shooting. And he got in a rhythm, and he was like, ah, forget this. I'm going to win this. It's going to be my weekend, this Dame weekend. Yeah, it's his first time starting an All-Star game. All-Star Dame weekend. He did. He, yeah, he, y'all could do that. Y'all could use that. He won the weekend. He won. If, if you can win an All-Star weekend, Damian Lillard won the All-Star weekend. Oh, well, All-Star Dame weekend. Get a little break right now. The Heat, they're going to be back in action Friday at 8 in New Orleans against the Pelicans. We're expecting Jimmy Butler probably going to be back. We don't know for sure. It's too far out. It's only Monday. People aren't even working today. We still have a broken mic in your studio <laughs> that I taped together. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to hear from IT and everything. Why didn't you tell us? I didn't want to ruin your weekend. Things are breaking down here, literally and figuratively speaking. I mean, my life is in shambles. It is, Dan. It is. <laughs> if you could piece together some of the clues. Ooh, Big Lynn called me yesterday. She pieced them together. Ooh. The Panthers, though, they're not in shambles. They routed the Lightning 9-2. to It's their franchise record 11th straight road win. The NHL record is 12. The Cats are back at home, though. They're facing the Senators tomorrow at 7. We made an analogy the other day about how the Panthers – if they were in some type of relationship, how they are. They come into your house, they drink your beer, they eat your food, they take your girl. That's what they do. <laughs> Nasty work. And you can't do nothing about it. And you can't do nothing about it. <laughs> you take that. That's what the Chiefs did. Like, there's certain teams, they got, Panthers got a, a mystique about them right now. And that's, and we're talking about the progression and how they've progressed almost every season. Like, over the last five years, you've seen a progression of like, okay, Got in the wild card. They're not COVID year. Moved up to presidents, you know, presidents cup. Won a series, and then got to the Stanley Cup final. Now the next progression you want is to lift Lord Stanley's cup. I think so. Legitimate chance. And the thing about the Panthers is with the road wins and all the other wins, they're not a finesse team. They're just solid. That's another thing. They just they're a very balanced team. If like, like when they were really winning the Presidents Cup. Yes, they, they won the President's Cup, and they had the most points and the best record, but there was a lot of big comebacks and a lot of finesse and a lot of this. With this team, you look at it, it's just solid. It's just solid, man. There's not a lot of hokey-doke and all types of craziness. It's just we're going out there, good goaltending, good lines, talented players, good strategy, good coaching. We just beat you. Then we take your girl. We eat your lasagna in the fridge. Kane's baseball team, they sort of swept New Jersey Institute of Technology over the weekend. They won Friday, walk-off fashion, 8-7. to seven. Then they blew them out in a doubleheader Saturday, 19-2 to two and 16 to nothing. Yesterday's game was canceled due to weather, but Miami back in action against UCF Wednesday at 5 o'clock. Kane's men's basketball team loses a four in a row after falling to Boston College, 85-77. Duke Blue Devils come to town Wednesday at 7. What time are you heading out there, Black? Because remember... Once you get off 95... Nah, I'm going to get there around 5. I was going to say, once I'm you get, get off 95 get, mm-hmm. and go on to 1, 
Whoo, it backs up, man. Trust me, I've been that way many a time to Titanic and other sporting events. I'm taking the Helmetto. Um, I'm taking the Helmetto. Oh, okay. I'm taking a different route. Yeah. Okay. I live west. Just, man, get there early, man, because it gets sticky. Sticky That's all I can say. Sticky. Dolphins defensive coordinator Anthony Weaver plans on keeping Ryan Slowick on the staff, but not as a linebacker's coach. Rather, he will be working with the defensive backs next season. So keeping some of the staff, bringing some of his guys in, it's going to be, he said it's a new defense, but there's going to be some elements from the old defense. He said just kind of a reteaching. See, the defense last year was pretty good. Hopefully, A lot of pot shots he was taking during his press conference yeah, last we ha- week. We have a clip up on the YouTube page, you and I talking about Anthony Weaver taking shots. And, uh, a lot of pot shots on fangs. Yeah, buddy. Kind of, kind of some subtle and maybe so not so subtle shots. Mm-hmm. Check it out on the YouTube page, 560 WQAM. The Marlins got their spring training going on Saturday game one against the Cardinals. They total 500. Dinner, din, 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 din. Four o'clock today. Got postponed due to weather yesterday. It was raining everywhere in the country. It's still ugly as all get up. It's not some good, uh, not good skies, man. The skies don't look good right now. Mm, been nasty. And the Panthers, we did find out in November of next season, they're going to face the Dallas Stars in Finland. That's part of that NHL Global Series. They're going to be playing in Tampere, which is Sasha Barkov's hometown. And you know who's the favorite for the MLS Cup this year? Is it Inter-Miami? Inter-Miami has opened up as the favorite for the MLS Cup. They had a list of 25 most in-demand MLS games this coming season, and Inter-Miami was in all 25 of them. We looked at it the other day. I was like, wow. Wow. I'm still surprised they haven't played a game at Hard Rock Stadium. I thought at some point they would play a game in Hard Rock Stadium. I would have thought so, too, but something's going on, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I ever since Messi's joined the team, I haven't had as much contact with Inter Miami as uh, I usually oh, do. Look at that! They forgot it. They forgot your number. They huh? didn't forget my number. They no, forgot no, no. your I number. I have less. Con- I have less. I still have contact. I mean, I still, they forgot your number. I still talk to Joe Malfa here and there, and Thomas Rungan, and Chris Winningham's actually going to be on with Josh Chappelle in about an hour or two from now. So keep it tuned for that. Inter Miami, though, whew, that is a hot, hot, hot ticket. You better get, yeah, you better, better buy them tickets now. I like how road, last game, year. road games with Messi, they've gone to the bigger stadiums. But home games, no, no, they haven't gone to Hard Rock Stadium. That's interesting. That's cool, though. It's cool. Speaking of bigger stadiums, I want to talk about the stadium series that NHL is doing. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Is it a good idea? Does it work? Does it not work? We're going to get into that next here on the Tobin and Leroy Show, 560 WQAM. Ooh, now you're talking. Ghostface Killer. Cher Shayla Ghostface. Underrated banger right here. Three months ago. Alright, Vlad. Hey, talk. You know, we can't be playing the music oh, here. What's oh, wrong man. with you? I'm down with the jams, man. Jesus Christ, man. What's get wrong on, with this guy? Get on with this music. What's wrong with this guy? NHL had their stadium series this past weekend. Big win for your New York Rangers coming from behind against the Islanders and winning. If you don't know what the stadium series is, it's exactly what they say. They convert stadiums into rinks and hockey events. Have you ever been to one of those stadium series events, Vlad? No. I would love to go, though. 
It seems like it could be really awesome or it could be really bad. Like, if you're sitting a mile away, have you ever been to an event like that where it just doesn't work? Because I have. Yeah, uh, It's been a minute, though. Okay, Superdome, number one, maybe they've revamped it. Not a really good place to even watch football. They try from to- what I've heard, from what I've heard, it's not really a great, uh, some of the seating no, or the terrible. sites. Terrible. Or terrible. It's terrible, man. It's straight up. You're like climbing a cliff, and they're in, you're way, way far away. So it's a bad place to watch football. Every once in a while, they decide, let's put a college basketball game in there, like the Final Four. You're sitting in the upper deck, and the court is a mile away, and you like just feel as though you're so, so far away from the game. And I'm wondering if the stadium series, of course, if you buy $1,000 tickets or something, I'm sure your seats are fine. But for the regular, the plebes out there, what's the, what's the deal with that? Are you, are you spending, you know, let's say it's probably cheap, like you can get 30, 40 bucks, but you're so far away, is it even worth going to? That's the thing, other than to say I sat in the cold and I went to the game? People just like to say that they were there, man, just, if, you know, just to say they were there, so... Have you been to an event like that where it just didn't really work? It, it sounds like a good idea, but it just doesn't pan out because, whoo, man, going to a basketball game like the Final Four at a huge arena, it is terrible. Um, I haven't myself, no, but that's tough, though, Dan, because it's like you want to be there. You want to be part of the, the festivities. You want to say that you're there, but are you just saying that you're there just like, just you know, there. for the gram? Just to show up, and and if you do, I mean, but when you go to an event, you want to put this way: when you go to a sporting event, you want to watch the game. Of course, you want to watch the game. That's why you're there? That's why you're there. You want to watch the game and have a good. You want to have a a good viewing of the game. So if you don't have a good view, it's a waste of time. What's the point? What's you the go point? All that trouble for a really bad seat. And I went to um this out this year, this past NFL season, I went to Dallas. Yes. How was that experience? The experience was great. Now, did I sit high? Yes, because the tickets were that the tickets that were available were. But I mean, I was in the nosebleeds or anything. I was in a good section. But what's great about Dallas? It's a great views. You got great, great, great views of the stadium, of the field, and everything. And they got a big ass TV. Yeah, huge, ginormous. So you're not really feeling like you're missing out. You, you almost feel like you're at a home with sixty five thousand other people watching a game on your big ass screen TV. Yeah. But I know, didn't feel like I was away from the game, but I felt like you know I was in the, I was in the, well clearly I was I was in an upper level of nosebleeds, but I didn't feel like I wasn't watching the action. I didn't feel far away from the action. If you from what I've heard about New Orleans about the um, the Superdome, not good, not good. Nope, it's so, really outdated. Nineteen seventy two. So I mean, they've you, updated it, but. and then and then for events like this, like you said, for the Final Four. You know, you know the tickets are going to be pricey. Do you want to spend that month money and, on something like that? It's almost a waste of money. And remember, the Final Four, you, you usually, at least directly, cannot buy just one game. You have to buy all three games. Now, on the secondary market, you can do whatever you want, but you can only you have to buy the whole series, man. Semifinal and final. I'll say South Florida's arenas and stadiums. I like them. I think they're good. I think Hard Rock. It's not too big. You got good seating. You've got the coverage for the most part, except if you're the opposing team and you're in the sun all the time. You're going to be in the sun sometimes. It's South Florida. That's that's just the way it is. But it's not too big. There's good seating. There's good views. The setup is nice. It's easy enough to get to. It's not terrible. Traffic to me was not terrible. Of course, I get there really, really early and I leave really, really late. But you know, it seems like it's pretty good. Caseya Center. 
I have heard it can get kind of sticky if you're going cutting it close to the game. I usually park far away and walk. But the Kaseya Center, as far as seating and being there, fine. Good view of the game. Very, very viewer-friendly. Panthers, Emirate Bank Arena. I like what Emirate has come in and done. They've kind of done some revamping. It's even nicer than it was before. Good views, good seating, easy to get to. All right, so Emirate's funny because there's no – it's not really a – it's in the middle of nowhere, but it's, no, it's it's funny because I don't think teams are afraid to go to Emirate Bank, you know, arena. Not yet. But nobody wins. <laughs> like they're such they're so they're such a good team that they can win anywhere, home or away. But you go we saw you saw how exciting it was in the postseason last year. Oh, like it's when crazy. they after that lost game four to Boston. Game six, electric. Game three, electric in the in the second round, electric. Did they? I think they lost game four. Mm-hmm. They lost game four, but it was still electric. Maybe then they should have won that game. By the way, that should have been a sweep. Gentleman sweep. Maybe it was a gentleman sweep, but it should have been a clean sweep. And then game three, game four in the Eastern Conference Finals, unbelievable. And then the Stanley Cup Final, we went to the game. I remember it, there was a there was electricity, um, in that in that arena. And it's hopefully still continues this year, in this postseason. It's been fun. It's been fun, but I want to say like it, like you could see there's a definite home ice advantage. It's not there yet though. Playoffs though. Right we'll there. see though. We'll see. Now Lone Depot Park has been popping off with the whole World Baseball Classic and the Serie del Caribbee. It's been packed. It's been loaded. Marlins are starting to make some moves. I love going to Lone Depot Park. Go down to Little Havana. Maybe blocky, no blocky. Maybe park on the street, walk a little bit, drink a beer. Good viewing. Pretty easy to get to. Cheap beers. You got that outfield area in the center field where you can stand. Good view. Positive experience. Watsco Center. You're going to be there on Wednesday, Vlad, when Duke comes I to I love town. it. I love that place. It's great. I went there last year. It was great. Right there on campus. Right there on campus, if you get there early, go hit the spots around the campus, the bars, great rest, the little restaurants yeah. is nice. Same thing, Mark Lightfield, great, beautiful, easy, fun. Arenas here are good. Some places, though, not so good, man, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. The Smoothie King Center's a dump, too. Heat going to be playing there on Friday, 8 o'clock, against the Pelicans. Middle of the Central Business District. It's one of those things. Hmm. My dude, dude, Nathan, just hit me up, says the stadium series works for hockey because it's so hard to see the puck anyway. That's understandable. But think about it. You have 70,000 fans. That's a lot. That's, that's a lot. That's but isn't part of hockey the whole you hear the skate, you hear the, the check on the boards and everything like that? If the game's going to be exciting like the one yesterday between yeah, the, the Rangers and the Islanders, I don't think the fans are going to be upset. No, that's true. That's true. And you're, you're going to the game with that expectation that you're in a stadium. It's big. It's going to be somewhat of a different experience. I just don't know if it hits or not. It hits because hockey's not, you don't see hockey played outdoor. Right. Although so it, it hits. It's always going to hit. The fact that the surrounding, the aesthetics is different, it's always going to hit. I mean, think of, put it this way. When they they played in games and it started to snow, it made it even more. F- that was cool. That was Okay, so it was cool because you saw something that you don't usually see and you probably won't see unless it's this type of um, game in, in this um, stadium and these surroundings. So I think the stadium series is is definitely going to work. It's the same way, and you know we're old, right? Well, you're getting older. I'm old. Thank you. I'm getting. I'm. I'm I've come to the acceptance. Oh. Um, 
It's the same way where people were upset with uh, the interleague play. Yeah, first, it's a little something different. Dude, the pundits, the the the, 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 what, the game. Oh, it's ruining the game. And then it's been there for over thirty years, and you get the chance to see some of the great players because you at a time you never got a chance to see them except for the All Star game, right. which is why I was telling you about the NBA All Star game. The reason why there's you know, nothing you could do is because there's nothing new. I. If I've never saw Anthony Edwards play, I can now. Nah, it's with yeah, ease. You've heard so much. With ease. He's on TV. I, games are on TV, local, cable, whatever, streaming. I'm going to have a chance to see him. I don't have to wait for an all-star game or wait for him to come to Miami in order for me to see him. Same way with Luka. The same way, I mean, same way with hockey, you know. Connor McDavid. You could watch. You There are ways to see some of these great players now so that – all-star games doesn't really mean much because right. it's not like, oh, I'm fool. Wow, it's the first time I've seen this person. Yeah, you'll never see these guys on the court rarely at the same time. Now it's like, eh, I got to see guys all the time. If I want to watch a game with Anthony Davis, I can just, you know, catch Like, think about it. Messi. Look what Messi did with the Apple deal. Yeah. Before you would, you know. Now I got to struggle to watch it in Miami games. Now I just say, oh, I could pay. Oh, I could watch uh, Lionel Messi right now. Or I could go to a bridge like I did in Philadelphia and watch him. Go to a bridge? You stood on a bridge? No, I didn't watch him. But no, I, did. I personally did, but that's what fans did last year. Fans wow. were actually like, because they couldn't get to the to the stadium, they would wherever they got they wherever they can get a glimpse of Messi, they were gonna stand there or sit there. And there were bridges where people were like looking through the through the wires watching him play. It was crazy. Wow, right? that's crazy, man. But yeah, all these adjustments and all these different things that happen. At first, yeah, new stuff kind of throws you off, but you get used to it. Like I told you with the Major League Baseball rules last year. I was like... Threw me off, but guess what? In a couple of months from now, you're going to act like it never... You forgot what it was I like completely forgot that. about it. It's I'm so used to it now. I, I, I'm like, oh, oh, snap, that's right. Last year was the first year of the rule th- th- that it was implemented. No, that's why I have to remind people, hey, guys, it's not like baseball before. Get your ass to the stadium early. Get your concessions and everything like ready, that. Be ready. And sit down and enjoy the game because the game is going to be very quick. It's going to come two, two and a half hours, bong, bong. And it's a good two, two and a half hours of enjoyment. You get to see the best baseball players in the world. Yeah, very high level, very fun, very good. Lots of action and excitement going on. And, I mean, like these aren't z- one to nothing games. These are games that are 5-4, five, 5-6, five, stuff okay, like that. Okay, it's a one nothing game. As long as well, it's moving swiftly. Even, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even high-scoring games move swiftly in baseball now because of the, the rule changes. Football, like the NFL, they've changed the rule. I mean, I think year by year they change when you know when the, if you can go out of bounds, if it stops the clock, if it doesn't stop the clock, and this and that. And, that, and, that, and if you use a challenge and it changes every year, just roll with it, man. Just enjoy the game. Just like I enjoyed the All-Star game last night. Roll with it. If you want to see Damian Lillard shooting threes from midcourt, turn the game on. If you want to see 1995 Knicks Bulls, watch a replay. Nothing like a good 85-82 game. Do you are you that are you that guy, Vlad? Are you are you gonna be the old man? I like those low scoring games. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna be that guy. Okay, good. I but I'm I mean I love the competition. Yeah, and you got to you love your team, and if your team is good at something, you're gonna love them for what they're good at. Yeah, my team played defense, so yes, I had to sit there and watch some nasty 79, 77, 82, 81 games. But hey, that's what they were good at. 
that was back in the day. Jordan would go on a streak of scoring like 22 points in a row. No one else would jump in. Like everybody just stand by and watch. Nowadays, you don't get guys that do that. Really. No, we're. That's the why the score would still be like 90 to but do you don't, But do you understand? They were so upset. Oh, the game's not exciting. We need more scoring. And then the game opens up. Oh, now we need more defense. All they, they don't do play. Is shoot threes. Like, all we want to do is complain and bitch, bro. Like, it's ridiculous, man. We sound like Cody is. crybabies. Yeah, I enjoy it for what it is. Let the game go where it goes. Let it evolve. Maybe one day it'll be regular in the NBA to score 200 points like they did last night. Fam, we're not, over, we're not that far away from some, somebody scoring 100 points in a game. In football? Basketball. Oh, everybody scores 100. Oh, oh a, somebody, player. a player like uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. Look at over the years. Kobe almost did it uh, the other day. Dame Lillard almost did it last year. He had 80-something or whatever points. Yeah. They almost did it this year. And beat at, uh, Luka at what, 70? Yeah. Like 73? It's a lot of points. Let's go. I'm so, but then they, they, and I bet you once that person does that, oh, they'll, they'll be people, oh, praising them, and then there'll be somebody, oh, the game stinks. How can somebody score 100 points? Not like it used to be. We wouldn't, wouldn't allow that. Hmm. I mean, we do that with football all the time. You can't touch the quarterback. That's the biggest one. Quarterbacks nowadays. Right. And, <laughs> right. And then the people that, concussions. and the person that benefited it from the most had the audacity to say, yeah, the game is kind of soft now. It's soft because of you, Tom Brady. I know, but Patrick Mahomes, he benefits from that too, man. Well, but, well they all do now. But the fact of the matter is, right. don't tell me something that benefited you and you're going against yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Now that you're not in the league anymore. Yeah. You're saying that if you were playing. Because you might have not been playing. There might have not been that Tom Brady and all that craziness with um, whoever his um, trainer is. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one that the Patriots didn't want anymore. But we would, we would never hear about that Tom Brady um Regimen, the way he you know he 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 trained. We would never know about this if the rules of the NFL didn't benefit him. Right. So if, trust me, we didn't have quarterbacks in their forties playing anymore. No. No. So you can't you can't bite the hand that feeds you. Cannot do that. Yeah, that that that's weird. You get out of the league, all of a sudden it's a soft league. But when you played, you sure benefited. That's from what that. I hate about all of this. Like, okay, oh, the game was. Nah, I saw some nasty All Star games when Magic and Isaiah and Bird and all of them playing. Like, let's not. Boy, we have a we have a short memory. We have a short memory. We always think that everything that when we were growing up was yeah. better. And I've asked you, I said, man, was the All-Star game better when I was younger? No. Or was it just that I was younger and I was easily entertained? I was, you were younger, you were easily... Less critical. You're definitely less critical critical because you didn't know anything. You were just knowing the game. You loved cool. the game. And back then, you couldn't watch a game every single night of the week. You had to wait till it came on TV. And as you like get the first game you got to see. Cousin, as you get older, you're, the way you look at things, especially sports and the love of, your, of the sport, is totally changes. It does. Remember how I told you... If you watch movies from the '80s, you now you're like, "Ooh, really? I really like that." Like, yeah, that, that sucks when you when you tell somebody how awesome a movie is, and then they watch it for the first time, and you get that feeling like, "Oh god!" Right. This. That's why, like, you know, the show that follows us, uh, you know, Hawk and Crowder. That's why I always find it interesting when Hawk and Solana go. I mean, Hawk and Crowder, and Solana jumps in, and Solana's talking about you know stuff that's currently happening now, and then he takes a a look at a uh, Hawk's you know childhood of growing up and watches movies and then says oh this movie's not funny when it's in her you know 20 30 years already that this movie's one of the funniest movies but the young 
Don't look at things the way the, right. that the old do. I know. I know. So don't be so critical about sports. Sit back. Enjoy the ride. Buy the Just ticket. enjoy it. As Hunter S. Thompson said, buy the ticket. Enjoy the ride. Going to close things up here on the Tobin and Leroy Show next, 560 WQAM. And the winner's home, my man. Speech. All right, Vlad, we are about to finish up on the Tobin and Leroy show. Before we finish up, talked about getting old today and pulled all together. LeBron James, he ain't getting younger, and he's thinking about when he finishes his playing days. Yeah, man, during the um, right before the All-Star game yesterday, we asked him a question at the end. Uh, did he want when he does retire? And he said looks it's very soon. He wants uh, to retire a Laker, he says. He's going to try to retire a Laker. He doesn't know if he wants a Kobe Bryant retirement tour or does he want to go out like Tim Duncan and just basically just tweet out or as, just say, I'm done. As the great Jay-Z who we just heard, fade to black. Fade to black, right. You and I, I were talking about it. I am totally, and I've done this in my life, fade to black. Like, here today, gone tomorrow. I don't need all that fanfare. I kind of want to do a combination. Can't have both. What if you play and your final game is the game seven of the NBA Finals and you win? And you weren't planning on retiring before. but No, but you planned on retiring. and You just knew it, but it just so happened that you were retiring. It just happened to be. Like, I think he should just walk out, lay his jersey in the middle, because that's what I would do. Vlad's plan, if I, was, if I had a LeBron James career and I won my last final game, I'm taking off my jersey and shorts, putting it in the middle of court, take off my sneakers and walk out. I left it all on the court, Walk and out I'm naked. out. Well, yeah, or That'd in my awesome. boxers. I mean, when I say awesome, it'd be memorable. Of course, it'd be memorable. It'd be I left it on the court. Left it all, literally on the court. and figuratively speaking. Left it all on the court. That's that's the way to go, though. But is this is a tough question. Is this a tough question? Because the NBA would love the retirement oh, tour. Oh my goodness! Because every team that. could charge money once the Lakers come. And you know it's the last time LeBron's coming to town, or one of the last times, and the NBA could show it and sell it. And oh, I mean, I mean but that's going to be rough on him because that means he's going to have to play every game. But the NBA wants that, though. Of course they would, but you know his old ass ain't going to be playing every game. They say there's going to be like some. Messi now. You got to play now, or else China's going to suspend any friendly that um, you suspend your visa and your uh, passport to the country. Yeah, because what if you? Uh, it's LeBron's last time in Miami, and he decides not to play that night. It's like, wait, I just spent yeah, you know, somebody I flew tickets. in all the way from Shanghai to see LeBron. How tough titties! But like, let's say it's been three hundred three thousand dollars on tickets. It's LeBron's last game, and LeBron game time decision decides I'm not playing Miami tonight. It's like. Sprained ankle. Ah! You know, Ooh, that's a tough one. But man. does he just fade to black and not owe his fans in the game? I know, I know. And you feel as though you almost owe it to the league and to your fans to do kind of a farewell because, you know, here today, gone tomorrow, uh, it's like uh, I never even really got to say bye. You know what I mean? Which is why I tell people now, I've been saying this for the last three, four years, enjoy this man. Like, enjoy this man because once he leaves, you're not, you're going to miss him. Enjoy stuff. Enjoy KD. Enjoy these legends still playing at the top of their game because once they leave, the game is different. You may, even though we were talking earlier throughout the show that we, it's easier to know a lot of these players now because there's so much access. But these players have to be relatable to the fans as well, and they gotta, you know. You're living in a golden era. Patrick Mahomes, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. You get to watch him on a somewhat regular basis. 
Basketball, you got LeBron James. Some argue the greatest player of all time. You get to watch him on a pretty much regular basis. Baseball, I mean, Mike Trout. Shohei. 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 Doing things Babe Ruth did back a hundred years ago. Lionel Messi right down the street. Many people argue the greatest soccer player of all time. I'll never. Not in my life. And Matthew Kachuk. What can you say about him? Never in my life would you would you would you be able to say Lena Messi's down the street and literally mean it? He's down Commercial I Boulevard. I just love the fact that he lives right off Commercial. I love the fact that some guy in a hurry to get to work, maybe drinking his morning coffee like you are, looks next to him and there's Lionel Messi driving down Commercial trying to get to Dry Peak Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I mean, I'm sure he's not driving. I'm sure he has a driver, but still, like, is that Lionel Messi on Commercial going to work? You on Powerline? Yeah, is that what, messy? What the hell is this? What's he doing here? What is this? But I think um, enjoy it. The greats, I enjoy. I it. I think they do deserve a, a retirement tour. They do. Yeah, and I think I, it sounds really bad, but like I think their fans kind of deserve it to have that that last hoorah and that farewell and that you know get to say goodbye, get the closure in your life. You know, say thank you. It's cathartic. It's good. I still would fade to black. That's just me personally. I've been known to leave town on a whim, so uh, maybe I'll see you tomorrow, Vlad. Maybe I won't. I will say this. You and I are on weekends, Saturdays and Sundays, noon to four. Are we on both days this weekend? I have not checked the schedule. I'm guessing. I'm going to ask you, even though it's Monday and it's President's Day, if you don't have anything to do after the, one of the shows, you want to hang out, bro? What, Saturday or Sunday? It's one of the, Saturday or Sunday. We'll figure it out. It's we'll figure time. it out. You, would you like to hang out after the show? I'm being serious. I, okay. <laughs> Because yesterday I was lone wolfing it around this area. And it, was, it was Dan is lone wolfing, man. Not the things, things, are, things are on. Well, that's not the point. That's not, <laughs> that's not here or there. I'm not on trial here. I'm just saying it was a little underwhelming going to bars, sitting by myself in empty bars around little Haiti. Maybe next weekend you and I grab a beer, have some fun. Maybe. I got you. Maybe. Just saving money. <laughs> Maybe. I'm although, definitely going to come check you. I'm going to definitely like, check you at. Um, although, Vlad, I know you can go. I could check you. Oh yeah, I could check you on. I could check you on Friday at Duffy's uh, and, at Duffy's and Plantation. I'll be sober. You can have all my drinks. No, you're not. You're not gonna be sober. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, Vlad. So we will be back. When are you gonna be? I, Tobin. Tobin. I'm be back, back tomorrow. tomorrow. You're back here tomorrow. I'm back here tomorrow. Tobin and Marcos will be on, and hopefully Jay Fig. And I believe Wednesday, Leroy's back. And next, Josh Appel going to be filling in for Hawk and Crowder. Crowder may be here. I may, know uh, Crowder's not here. It's going to be Josh Appel, myself, and Jimmy making it happen. We have some special guests like Chris Whittingham. Should be a fun ride. It's oh, President's man. Day. President Day. And then this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, we should be on from noon to four. And afterwards, who knows? We'll buddy it up, Vlad. Glad you're here with me. Hey, you. You're all I got right now. Hey, you. Thank you. This has been the Tobin and Leroy Show. Filling in for Tobin and Marcos is Vlad. I'm filling in for Tobin and Jay Fig. Jay Fig. I am Dan Day. Thank you so much for listening. Josh Appel next for the Hawk and Crowder Show, 560 WQAM. Thanks, hey, dude. yo.